there are really no words to explain how we all feel right now. If you're like me, you first heard about what took place in Eretz Yisrael and Yantif, and you honestly didn't want to believe any of it. And so as Yantif went on and you, you tried to pretend as if the rumors were just rumors and it wasn't as bad as they say, and it was definitely under control, it started to get harder and harder to believe that. And then after Yantif, you turn on your phone and you get that feeling again. This mix of confusion and fear, worry and anxiety. What's going to be? Why? Why now? Questions, hopes, dreams, prayers, a mix. Feels like Mayrone again in a way. And the question is, what do we do? How do we operate? How do we move forward? I want to share with you a concept. The, the Torah speaks a lot about the gear, the stranger, the convert, and speaks again and again and again and again about taking care of them and not oppressing them and looking out for them. But there's one Pasuk that I think is incredibly insightful. The Pasuk says, the gear lo silchats, don't oppress the gear. You know what it feels like to be a Ger. Pasuk says, don't oppress the Ger. You know why? Because you were Ger. You know what it feels like. Does that seem a little strange? Like, do we need the explanation? Like, had the Torah said, don't oppress the Ger, would we not have said that makes sense? Like, there's a lot of things in Torah that we would love an explanation for. This doesn't need one. Like, this is sort of intuitive. There's a new person that comes to town. Like, don't take advantage of them. Like, that's just wrong. We needed a Torah to say, you know why? Because you know what it feels like, because you were a gear. You need a Torah to, like, stick it to us? Like, if we would not have had that, we would have been like, no, why would we not oppress the gear? Like, that's a totally great move. Like, we can totally take advantage of this. This is insane. Oh, you know what? Guys, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You know why? Check it out. Read to the end. Remember? Our great, 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 great grandmother was in Egypt. We should really, we should be nice. Really? What's going on? Torah is actually giving us an incredible insight in life. When someone goes through a sorrow, when someone goes through a, cha- a, a challenge, a tragedy, something, and you're a good person, the normal natural feeling is sympathy. You feel for them. It hurts you. They're in pain. You feel for them. And you try to help and talk it through it and solve it sometimes and Look at the bright side and silver linings and you're there for them and you bring things over to them. You take care, all that stuff because your heart bleeds for them. Great. Great. Torah says that's great, but I don't, I want more. You see, there's a level above sympathy. It's called empathy. Empathy is not when you feel for somebody. It's when you feel with somebody. Think of pain like a burden on someone's shoulder. You can't take it off with your words. It's not going to happen. How do you deal with it? You don't pity them as they walk through the streets of the pain, right? You don't look at someone with the burden and go, I'm so sorry for you. It's good. Better than not, not paying attention. But the best way is you stand next to them and you put your shoulder underneath it and you carry it with them. Empathy is not feeling for somebody. It's feeling with somebody. It's being able to put yourself in their scenario and say, what would I feel like? 
It's being able to use your imagination to maybe when you had something like this and you could extrapolate and say, wow, I would really feel this and to feel with them. Because if you're with them, you carry it along with them. Imo Enochi B'Tzar Hashem says, I feel with you. Right now, Israel is going through war. We've never experienced this before. Hopefully it'll end soon. We've never, at least I've never, lived through war like this. Most people have lived through a war, but war is different. And if you're not living in Israel right now, you're asking yourself, well, what do I do? And I think the normal natural response is feel for the people of Israel, which is great. Are you okay? How can I help? I feel so bad. Wonderful. I think there's something deeper. It's not to feel for them. It's to feel with them. Take a minute out of your day right now, wherever you live, and ask yourself, how would you feel if for your husband or son or wife or mom or dad that are that is now going to battle? Like, just take the moment and ask yourself, what would it feel like? If it was your relative living in the South or fighting in the North or living anywhere in Israel right now, in a bomb, if it were your kids in a bomb shelter crammed together, not knowing what's going on, what would it feel like to be in war? Wherever, and if you're in Israel, but you're not on the towns that are feeling it, then feel for them. Take the minute to feel with people. When you express your connection to the people that you know in Israel, you don't express it as if you be, feel bad for them. You express it as if you feel with them. You're there with them. Because the end of the day, this is not a battle that they are fighting alone. You see, what's amazing about Israelis and what I have been, I'm impressed in a lot of different ways, but recently what has been so inspiring to me has been this incredible rush to go back home. It's amazing. I've heard stories of people that are just picking up and saying goodbye to their family. They live in America. They're getting called up to the reserve duty here in America, saying goodbye, giving their wives a hug and their kids a kiss and getting on an airplane and flying to Israel to go to the north, to go to the south, to get in a tank. They're leaving their businesses and their occupations and their lives all throughout Israel, all throughout the country. Right now, as we speak, there are dads and fathers and moms. There are relatives that are giving their kids kisses and giving them hugs. Not because they went on a business trip for three days. Because they're going to battle. Right now, kids are saying to hell them for their dads. But their women, men, are people are, are, are looking out the window and asking, when is my loved one coming home? Like that's, I saw a video of a guy who's, who, who said the brachas up on the, on the bris of his son in battle. Like, you know why? Because it's a war. And they're being called up to fight. And they have a sense of duty. And they have mission and responsibility. And even though they may be tired, even though they may be scared, even though they may be homesick, even though they may not want to be there, even though their business may need them, even though their family may need them, even though a million things, they're fighting a war. 
for that which they believe in. We, wherever you are, need to realize that they're not fighting a war alone. This isn't their war. This is our war. This is not a battle for a country that happens to be in the Middle East that happens to have a lot of Jews. This is the Jewish state. This is our homeland. This is Kimitzion Tetzay Torah. This is Eretz Yisrael. That means me and you are a part of that country, even if you don't live there. You know, I've, I have the opportunity, thank God, to take men to Israel. Guys who have never been there before. And what blows me away every single time is every time we land with more guys, many of them 40s, 50s, that never walked once into the state of Israel, they look at me and they say, can I talk to you? I said, sure. They said, you know, I've been all over the country, all over the world. I said, okay. He goes, but how come it feels like I've been here before? I said, have you? He goes, no. Never been to Israel my whole life and I'm here and it feels like I've been here before. I'm like, yeah, because you're you're from here. Your soul's from here. All of us have a piece of Eretz Yisrael. And all of us are in this battle together. We don't feel for them. We feel with them. Some of us are on front lines holding guns, putting our lives at, at, in danger. Some of us are right behind them in homes and houses n- close by. Some of us are further away, but we're not out of this one. Do not think that if you don't live in Israel, this is not your war. It is your war. It is my war. This is not a war for a border. You know it and I know it. This is against the Jewish people. And we both know that hands and guns and planes do not win Jewish wars. They are won by Hine lo yonum voyishon shomer Yisrael. It is Hashem who wins wars for us. And so wherever you are in this world, you have to realize that you also have to You also have to sign up for duty. You also have to step up and report to your your station. You have to report in for duty and to fight this war and to feel with the people of Israel. And whether that's to take care of them or that's to be with them by fighting alongside them, that's our responsibility right now. And for some of us, fighting means praying. You're far away and you don't know what to do. You don't have enough money to give. So you know what you do? You pray. For some of us, it's learning. Some of us, it's doing kindness. For some of us, there's this fight with this person that I'm in that's ridiculous because one of the blocks that we have to God's protection is achdos, is togetherness. And maybe my making up with my friend on my block thousands of miles away from a border will bring a merit to the soldier who's at the border. Maybe I could stick deeper into my pockets and give a little bit more so that there's supplies or so that someone has food to eat. Maybe when I wake up in the morning and I want so badly to go back to life as usual, and I can because on my streets there aren't sirens, I say to myself, I'm not going back to life as usual until they go back to life as usual. I don't have to be okay. If they're not okay, I can feel a little bit, a, a little taste of what it feels like to be in Israel. But I remind myself every morning what it must feel like to be in battle by going into battle myself. Being in battle doesn't mean you spend all day questioning God and refreshing the, the browser to see what the latest update is. Being in battle means you ask yourself, 
what is my role? What is my station in this army? Ramchal says God has a big malucha. He has a big world. And he gives jobs to everybody. And everybody needs to do their job for the kingdom to work. You could be sure that right now there are people that know their jobs. There's lining up to fight a war that they know their jobs. But do we know our jobs? Maybe a little bit harder to see, but it's still a job. Maybe my job is to increase my spirituality. Maybe my job is to increase my kindness to each other. Maybe my job is to learn about spirit. Maybe my job is to stand up for the Jewish people. Maybe my job is to give charity. If you reach into your heart, you'll know your job. If you've gone through Yom Kippur, you probably thought about it more than once. And now God's asking for it. You know how I believe we deal with this battle? We enlist. We don't sit down and go, oh, I feel for them so badly. Refresh. Oh, I feel for them so badly. Refresh. Oh, I feel. Refresh. Hold on a second. I'll take two. Uh, what happened with the Giants? Oh, my God. Yeah. No, we're going on 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Just make sure we have the reservation. We're good? Hold on. Hold on. Click. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, it's nice. Sympathy's good. God says, no, 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 no. Sympathy's good. Come on. You're my people. Empathy. Doesn't mean you got to be crazy. Doesn't mean you have to be sad. Sadness is not what I'm talking about. You know, the greatest way you deal with pain is through purpose. I'm not talking about sadness. I'm talking about purpose. The way we deal with this is we ask ourselves, where do I enlist? What's my role in this war? And let me give you a little bit of an insight as to what I think, how, how to look for it. If you've done any level of introspection, you know deep down where you can grow. That area of growth in the realm of spirituality, kindness, prayer, learning, studying, something is probably uncomfortable. If you would think about going to a gym and they would increase the weights at 1% so you grow your muscle, if you deep down give yourself a moment to introspect, you know deep down that 1% of, of discomfort plus 1%, the phone call, the prayer, the, the study, something, the charity, you know what it is. If you commit yourself during the war to do it, no matter what, not when you're in the mood, not when it's comfortable, you enlist in your 1%, that 1% of discomfort that you know you need to do because it's right and because it's 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 the next level for you for your spirituality you do it for the merit of the jewish people now personally one of the things that i'm doing is something called pitumak Torah. it's a prayer that is incredibly powerful if you know what it is say it some people may be tehillim or praying or talking to god in english or charity or kindness or chesed or or bringing more jews together and stopping fighting and I'm sure you can think of a million things more. And if you can bring other people involved in doing good things, do it. Coordinate efforts. Enlist in the army of Hashem. Because you never know if your deeds are what's providing the bullets to sway away from ours and to our enemies. 
if your deeds are what's going to provide the shield and the protection, the mangain Avraham that we talk about, for the people that are on the front lines that are fighting the war physically. Do not watch the war from the sidelines. Enlist and do your part, whatever that may be, wherever that is. Each of us have a role to play. And the last, but most definitely not least, never, ever forget that we do not win wars with our strength. We win wars with our faith. The base Halevi says in a line with this, the reason why you can't be scared when you go to battle is because the Muhammad Shal Yisrael, the wars of Yisrael, Lohaya Bigurosam, are not win by their strength. Rak Bivchonosam, Bivchonam, through their through their faith. As it says Hashem Lilo Ira Maya Seliadam. Once you realize that it is Hashem that brings us everything that we need. The Chuzim says, say it again and again, and it'll provide more protection for yourself and for Klal Yisrael. I know there are questions. I know why now, why Simchus Torah, why innocent. Don't get lost in the web of confusion now. It's a battle. You'll deal with it later. Now, double down on Hashem. Double down on your faith. Implore him, talk to him, beg him to make sure that not only do we win, we win decisively and positively in a way that nobody questions his his existence any longer. Man your stations, report for duty, no matter what. And hopefully with that, we'll be able to see Yeshua's and Brachas and Nechamas may come soon in our days in Herabiyah, Amen, Amen.